the study of theology is the study of the word or the idea or the concept or the logic of God himself. Took me four years to read the Bible. I reckon I understand a great deal of it. Wasn't what I expected in some places. So I'm sad that we're not on the same page eschatologically. I wish Sam Storms and I were on the same page. Sam. So you believe in these kind of things? Let's just say I want to Well, I know where he was converted. He was converted on the toilet. That, I, I like that one. We're you would. To, you could say he was saying I was in the dumps, whatever. Just, well, which stall what? was he in? First John, second John, no, no, third no, no, John? No, 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 wait a minute. Let's be careful here. He had bowel problems. He struggled with constipation. The argument among certain psychologists, he finally experienced relief with constipation. And in that moment of relief and deliverance, he suddenly... I wasn't getting that graphic. <laughs> he suddenly, you know, had this breakthrough discussion. And all of his fetid guilt, he released. Welcome to Theology Unplugged. It's great to be here. It's great to have uh, uh, Carrie and Clint in studio with us. Uh, we have a good, good. You know, we've got a good show uh, for you today. We hope we have a good show. It's certainly going to be unplugged, I think, mm -hmm. and, and we'll see how it goes. It may be so unplugged that it never gets on air. So if you're listening to this. There's like a 50-50 shot that this will even be aired because it will be so um, either good or bad, controversial, yeah. not controversial, helpful, not incoherent. helpful. That's, I don't know. No. Controversy is not going to stop this uh, from Incoherence going isn't going to stop it. That's t that's how we typically well, roll. What, what, what would it, it, stop this from going? What, what would make you not put this up? How bad like, would this have to be? I don't be? know. In what like, ways? Like if I'm not, if, I, if I'm not, if I don't shine, like, and I'm not really good, okay. you know, and people... Yeah, people like. It's if the I Michael listen Patton to it and I show. think, you know, Michael Patton didn't sound too informative and too smart, then they want to get on, you know. Well, I, there's well, so many Michael, of them. There's so many of them that we. Does have, that mean we, we need trashed. to take like five years of podcast out then? No, no, we've tried. <laughs> we've tried so Patton's many podcasts. Michael people don't know that ninety percent of the podcasts don't make them up. You know. They what? Ninety percent of the podcasts don't make it up. Oh, because of that reason. Yeah, I didn't do well. That's right, we've we have recorded approximately sixteen thousand. <laughs> <laughs> we, we never leave this room. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I have a bed with pan. that note, we're recording six thousand and one. Sixteen thousand okay, and one. Okay. The subject, the on... subject, folks, is on social justice. Mm -hmm. And maybe maybe we're a little bit late to this. SJ Dub. I don't know, and I, whenever Carrie and I were talking about this actually earlier uh, today, before we decided to do the podcast, or Carrie really pushed it, I thought I, I've stayed away from it intentionally uh, because I'm a little bit scared to touch on this subject. And you are not woke. Yeah, I don't. I don't know if I'm woke or not. I'm not saying so right now. There were times in the past, if I may say, that we would come together and do a podcast, and you literally weren't exactly woke. I mean, physically. Uh, all right, edit that out. <laughs> that was that was a little bit too much in front okay. of my I'm drug sorry. addiction. Can, no, 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 I didn't say that. You could have just been lacking <laughs> sleep, dummy. Hey, I'm, I'm unplugged. You know? I just remember I'm this unplugged. right here. Yeah, guys, you know, in my opinion. <laughs> all right, stop it, stop it, stop it. Those were the former days. and you know, the Lord has. Um, that day he is referring to my uh, battle with pain pills, which I have 
Oh, a, a year and a half now. Hallelujah. A year and now a half. it's you've won Hallelujah, the war man. at this point. I don't know. It's, you the know, war's it's, behind it's, you. it is. I do have to think of it as a daily battle. I still do. Um, you Listen, know, I, I'm uncomfortable anytime saying I I have overcome it. It's past me. But I am I am blessed that you know it's just it's it's not in front of me anymore. That uh, you know every day I'm I'm battling it the way I was. Right. I think one way we could say it is in the words of Gandalf: the "Battle for Helm's Deep is over, there but the go. battle." For Middle Earth has just begun. <laughs> okay, social justice. Social justice is what we're and talking Gandalf about. Gandalf was and, a and social justice warrior. One of the things that I wanted to talk about sure. about social justice was this, and, and you can't talk about it, obviously. Is do I, you know? I, and I said to you, Carrie, isn't it just wise sometimes just to stay silent? Sometimes whenever these battles are taking place, rather than jump in. But then I thought about it, and I said this. Here's the deal. Part of what we do in Theology Unplugged is not just talk about theological issues that are relevant for today, relevant for historical theology, but we, I think whenever there's, there's a cry in the culture and, and all of a sudden the church is, is trying to figure out what do we do with this? You know, so many people out there are saying, what is going on with this social justice issue? What is going on with this woke issue? And am I supposed to be involved in how am I supposed to respond? And at that point, whether you wanted to stay silent through it or not, you can't stay silent. I have another reason people. why you shouldn't stay silent, by Tell the way. Me. And that is that that a lot of people in the church are into this. And, and a lot of churches have sort of joined the ranks. So because it's now become a relevant yeah. question, yeah. In, uh, you know, in the world, in the, <clears throat> in the church bubble, a lot of people say, we should adopt this. This, yeah. is, this is a Christian kind of a movement. And we should be on well, board. Well, here, here, okay, okay. Here's the thing. Maybe I'm uncomfortable this way. Maybe it's kind of like, and you guys know this. I don't talk about politics much at all. You know, mm -hmm. I kind of step. I personally, I don't. I don't mind other people who do it, but personally, I try to distance myself from it. Just because for for the ministry, it's not because I don't have uh, opinions on things, but I think it, it's helping. And, and in some ways, it's kind of like, is that? Is this political, what we're talking about, the social justice issue? And am I going to get burned politically and, and place myself in one camp or another politically uh, so that at that point... And, and I'm not saying po politics is not an important thing for, for the church to address as well or to be involved in, but but that that's part of my things. And I'm not saying I'm right. I'm just saying this is the reason why I'm uncomfortable with this podcast. Well, it's certainly... I wouldn't even say it's a political issue, I think. <laughs> It's beyond that. It's the driving force of a lot of political issues. So, it, well, it's and, front, what, it, and then it, what you're getting down to with it, and the way I understand it, or the way I think about it anyway, is that it's actually a, a component of a worldview, a larger worldview. Yeah, yeah. And how you view justice and how you view social justice. Um, you know what? You know what is fueling that? Really? Well, is it, is it possible for us to define this? Is it possible for us to put something in the middle of the table that all three of us are looking at each time, and and this is this is the definition, or this is a definition that's been put out there for what is controversial? I mean, is there is there something that definable that we can say this is the controversy, this is the issue, this is the statement, this is the sentence, this is this is the call, this is the cry? What is it? What if we say social justice? What is social justice? Well, the reason why, uh, the reason why, again, why we should, why it's important for us to do it, I think, as Carrie was saying, it yes, it's political, 
but it's more than political. If it were merely political, maybe we leave it alone. Maybe we say, yeah. oh, we don't bother with this. But because it, it touches on more profound things, it's more than just political. So what is it again? Well, I don't know that anybody has, well, probably, I'm sure people have made definitions of it. You can probably grab your phone there and Google up 10 of them. That people, and my guess is they will involve at least some of the following things, which we've seen coming for what? Maybe ten years now, kind of mm -hmm. a kind of this rolling stone that's gathered more issues, and so one of them will have to do with race. That's always a thing, but but then it's also having to do with uh, people's uh, people's choices in terms of their sexual life and identity. So you got the gay issue. This is you know that's it's, gender it's equality. The then we you move to the to gender. These are at least three. And big then you parts move to non-gender. Well, okay, Gender. relate this then. <laughs> relate this. Relate this, guys, to what we dealt with in the 90s more with the liberation theology. Because for me, it's kind of the same thing in, in a lot of ways. And maybe I'm maybe some people are going to get mad at me for saying this, but it, it seems to be the same type of deal. Back then, it was liberate people. Liberate people from their, the, the bondage that they're in, the bondage that they're in in society, the bondage that they're in, you know, culturally. I, I'd say that that really goes back to the 60s. Yeah. But, you know, we see a pinnacle of it in the 90s. Yeah. You yeah. know, I agree. But Definitely, and this rolls around. I mean, it's just right. uh, it comes mm -hmm. and goes. The 60s did light sort of the fuse. Yeah. yeah. And because we saw it develop in this country. Uh, well, I know what I'm saying is when the church really grabbed South a hold America, of it. Think of that. The church grabbed a hold. I got a I got a book in my library. It's called A Theology of Liberation, and it's basically a systematic theology about liberation. liberation How you apply theology. every single bit of the gospel, every single bit of, and, and, and in some ways, whenever I look at it, to be to be frank, at least in this book, it completely redefines the gospel. I mean, right. it's, I would never say hand this over to somebody and say, hey, this is a really good book to study about theology and truth. Because it just pulls up something that's going on in society, an important thing, yes, but it, it infects everything and it kind of transitions the centrality of the gospel to something else. That's right. It becomes something else. And I, and I think that happens with other things too. So I remember picking up this book years ago and it said, An Ecological Theology. Oh, yeah. And I thought, Oh, an ecological theology. Well, guess what? 75% into it, as I'm thumbing through it, I realized. It basically became pantheism, huh. and and so it's the same with that. And by the way, same with some of the feminist theology. That's in, which, by the way, I think the issue with women has also become now part of the part social of, justice, part of the social oh, justice yeah. fabric. And in some ways, when I when when we see these things happen, we always look at each other, of course, and we say, there, "There's part of it is a big duh moment because these." These big moral crusades are the oldest things in the book. I mean, in some ways, when I see like the Me Too thing come around, my first thought is, well, yeah, where you been? Where mm -hmm. you been all of history? You you woke up five minutes ago and realized that this is a, that that it's wrong for men. It's funny to me what passes for profound moral statements. People tweet out things. They might as well tweet out stuff like. You know what, guys? I just totally disagree with lopping people's heads off. <laughs> like they really have virtue. And then they're lauded as being brave way. and courageous. Yeah. Like I should stand up and applaud that. Like, oh my gosh, never before have men spake yeah. as this man speaks. <laughs> this is just, this is like Captain Obvious. Yeah. 
Why are we why why are we jumping on a, the the bandwagon of the obvious? Well, let, let me put it out there and try to place something on the table a little bit more definite. Or, or, or you guys have said this. I mean, race issue, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, women women's issue, mm-hmm. and what was the third one? Gender, 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 sexuality. Well, sexuality, sexuality, oh, yeah, yeah, sexuality. Right. Those three things, and it seems like. Okay, we, we've gone through the sexuality thing, and that was the center thing for a few years, yeah. and and uh, now it seems like we're, we're kind of back to the race thing, if I'm not wrong. I mean, whenever it comes down to it, the social justice uh, lives or dies by that. The other things Well, it depends on important. which race it is now, yeah. too. You, it, 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 it's like everyone's... <sighs> well, Carrie, are you talking about sort of like the, what they call the... Um, I'm trying to think of the right term for this, but there is a hierarchy of identities they, intersectionality like, yeah there, is that what you're talking yep, about the, yeah the, we sometimes call it identity politics identity where politics the main thing that matters about you is a series of attributes you have hmm. what's your gender okay let's i'm looking at my yeah. i'm saying okay here you are we, we check these boxes male check okay are you gay not to my knowledge hetero check okay you're white check so far in the in the sport of intersectionality brother you're losing hmm. you're a three-time loser yeah. in fact in some ways those are three strikes and yeah. you're out and what I mean by you're out is you have to sit in a corner and shut and up and you no longer Tweet have a nothing, voice say yeah. nothing yeah. you have no opinions if, you, if I if I want your opinion I'll tell you what it is because because, because the, the problem logical is fallacies at play is that there's no way you could have an opinion an informed opinion because yeah. you have you're experience well, how much of this has to do with power Okay, because in the liberation theology, you know, that was all about power. That's still a big thing. Now now we got power big issue thing. and and who's in power and right. then you're saying, you know, a heterosexual white male in power, boom, this is yeah. what we're trying to we're, we're we're trying to expose that we're we're addicted to that and we need to get off our addiction and pull some some other races, genders into the the power there are definite threads though when you talk about liberation theology remember so much of it was south american in nature yeah and centered around some of those dictatorships yeah and there's still that there's still that love affair today with the uh, social justice thing there's still a dreamy-eyed romanticized love affair with with the communist dream yeah uh and and lenin's lived out background lived out no better than in venezuela (laughs) Well, let me, let me, there's been some statements that have been made, and I think the most recent one is the, just called the Statement on Social Justice. And this was put out by John MacArthur. And I'm going to pick a, a one, one that I haven't read through uh, completely, but uh, I, I just want to read it out loud. I think it's the one that I was looking for. But uh, it's just about the gospel, and it's an affirmation and a denial. Here's the aff- affirmation. We affirm that the gospel is the divinely revealed message concerning the person work of Jesus Christ, especially his virgin birth, righteous life, substitutionary sacrifice, stoning death, and resurrection, revealing who he is and what he has done with the promise that he will save anyone and everyone who turns from their sin by trusting in him. We deny that anything else, whether works uh, whether works to be performed or opinions to be held, can be added to the gospel without perverting it into another gospel. So this also means that implications and applications of the gospel, such as the obligation to live justly in the world, though legitimate and important for our own right, are not defi- uh, definitional components of the gospel. Now what I read in this right here, at least if, if this was my first exposure, is that many people are elevating or at least 
many people see this is elevating this to the gospel. Justice is the gospel. And and uh, us going out there and acting justly, which we need to, I guess, get some the definitions on what exactly that means, what it exactly, uh, just tell me what to do type thing, you know, and, and I'll go out and do it. What is it that we're, we're supposed to go out and do? But the implication is here that uh, this social justice thing, this woke thing, it is, it is becoming the gospel. And I don't know if I see it that way. I don't know. I, I come in here trying to be a neutral party as much as I can and say, okay, we do need to speak out uh, on things whenever they, yeah. you know, whenever we're talking about the, the justice that, that was brought about during the time of slavery. Yeah, I mean, we need to speak out. And yes, it becomes central because it's so bad. I think that as a Christian, that a result of the gospel, not part of the gospel per se, like, well, we could say the gospel as a whole, as it encompasses our life and our thinking and how we ought to live, that part of it in that sense is that we love justice because ultimately we love the arbiter of it. Yeah. We love the one who, the very premise of justice, it subsides within yeah. his mind. Yeah. So yeah, that is quote unquote part of the gospel. But when we speak in terms of the gospel as it is presented to the lost and dying world, justice in and of itself, social justice in and of itself, I don't believe is a component of that. I think it's a result of it, yeah. of Christians who live rightly and we would want to pursue justice because it is a good thing to do. But that's not it. The only reason it's because we love we love Jesus, yeah. right? Yeah. And it predates and so, that too, right? Because and, don't aren't the Old Testament prophets sort of like the premier harbing, ancient uh, voices of, of justice. social justice, yeah, probably more than absolutely. any other ancient tradition. And, and when and when I think was. of and, and when we talk about the gospel of that, it reminds me of though justice be thy plea. Consider this: that in the course of justice none of us should see salvation. That's now, that Shakespeare, was, not that, Hosea. That, that's right. That's, that, that is uh, Por um, Portia. Uh, Portia in The Merchant of Venice. But anyway, she's pleading on behalf of uh, her father not to be have a pound of flesh taken from him. But at any rate, the point is, is that if, if, if people were, were to really look at justice and if they were to look at the concept of it, and then that should direct them to the arbiter of it, the person, the, the God himself, um, who bestows justice and who in him is just, um, they would they would recognize that it, you know in the course of justice none of us would see salvation if, if that's what we were truly interested in. Uh, do you see what I'm saying? But there's mercy. Well, I and, do, and, and, and I'm still trying. And that's to... the gospel. But but what we're dealing with when we hear these terms justice, like social justice, yeah. as the catchphrase that it is, it's it's ultimately it's unjust because it's seeking it may seem like it's noble but it's seeking equal outcome not equal opportunity it's well here, seeking, here's what i see and, is, is and that's of, unjust I, I see some and, of the stuff in, in the um in, in the movement to where we uh, we have a maybe maybe some of the things that have happened in the last few years in the in the shootings the the uh cops uh not acting justly maybe towards black people and then I, I've seen that. That's and been going on for. Now that is something that I think of like a Fishbone song from like the late '80s, where they're you know they're talking about that. Well, I know and you, I transitioned from talk that. Talk about all Marvin Gaye songs in the early '70s, so that that's been going. I've on seen for, I've seen this woke and, and woke folks is this idea. Woke, yeah, yeah, the woke is this idea that you're awoken to. It's a it's a 
stay woke. Yeah, we're, we're starting to say that. I mean, people are starting to say that yeah. if you've seen it. It's that you have been awakened to the right. need to have social justice. Right. And and one of the things that I have seen also in this is that it's, it's talking about, oh, we, we've got our black churches and we've got our white churches. And we, we haven't changed any of that. And that is also part of the problem. And I, I've, I've seen this specifically saying that there hasn't been any type of... The, the gospel is for everyone and everyone comes what, together. Like integration? But we, yeah. yeah, integration. And this is part of the campaign of being woke. We're woke to the division. We're woke to the differences. We're woke to to uh, the, the injustice. And then we're woke. And, and then we see this injustice... Um, and then what is the result? The uh, Part of it is you open your eyes and you say, look at us. I mean, we, we got Sunday morning is the most segre- segregated time yeah. of the week. And so, therefore, isn't that something that should be I don't. I don't know that that's and, unjust, and though. I think that, that that's different than racism. I think tri- that's you're getting into what's called tribalism, and, and that's where, you know, people stay close to those people others that they have the most in common with well it's and, if you want to sing praise songs or if you want to sing hymns you know you go to one well, church I, and, yeah, and but that's a tribalism that doesn't even break down according to race right yeah. that breaks down that, that breaks to down style. to preference and and the thing is when we talk about white culture and black culture for example in this case neither of those are monolithic but um, but can we change and, those cultures? Well, I mean, can we demand well, them to change? I, mean, I don't know that you need to demand that something like that because that, that runs counter to the notions of freedom. I mean, you shouldn't be forced to go uh, and integrate with another a person that likes a traditional service and you like a contemporary service any yeah. more than you should be forced to go and be with someone that you don't have um, what maybe you don't realize you have things in common with. Yeah. Maybe that's it, but I don't think you can force that kind of stuff. I think that sort of thing happens organically um like what well, with me is just different because i was raised i was just raised not in an unconventional way but like by the time i was in elementary school i was like one of three white kids in the school so to me it i i guess early on i realized there's not that not there's not much of a difference between you know what i mean black people and white people yeah well that's part of the <laughs> identity problem is it's so shallow it, it is very. Like you're going to define someone according to things that are inconsequential, that are on the surface. Well, is that, that what is that what anybody's telling me to do? If, if they're telling me to wake up, are they telling me to quit uh, identifying people according to race? Or no, they, they're or, telling you that's is the, there something it's more? the exact opposite. Right. You're being told that you must identify people uh, according to race. You must even identify people as groups. It's like groupthink dictates. Um, group perception, how, how you uh, perceive um, an individual from a collective. You have to, you can't just, it's like gone are the days of a meritocracy, right? You can't assess people's character on their, uh, you know, individual merit. And you can't assess, um, or if you do, then somehow that's wrong. And this that's what I don't of, understand. Yeah. Well, I don't understand that. And, and for, for it seems counterintuitive for, for churches and, and for individual <coughs> Christians who want to jump on the woke bandwagon. Yep. One of the problems they they have to concern themselves with is that the wider movement is not a, is not tied to Christian ideas and doesn't necessarily want to be. It's exactly. a secular movement. Exactly. And so what? And so they have to navigate these difficult waters where they say, "Look, I I, I understand there are some things in the world that should change. There are some." Things that are wrong. We're all made in the same image. We see those things. However, 
when you when your foundation and when the roots of where you're coming from are are false, wrong, confused, then all you can do is sort of point and shoot. You can just say, "I see something that looks like it's wrong," but you don't have you, you, you don't can't know why it it's correctly. wrong. You, can't you don't know why all, it's wrong. You can't. You certainly won't be able to to solve it correctly. So you're you may diagnose well, but you got a bad cure, and and so the intersectional game is just a bad cure. It's bad medicine for any of society's problems. Yeah. And so everything you're talking about, you know, let's begin to identify everybody according to their what they look like. And also another another part about this movement that's no good that that we that we're up against is it it's philosophically bad in that it does not it does not tolerate, it's intolerant. It does not understand, it can't converse there can be no debate, and there's little critical thinking. So that in this game, if you don't agree 100% with what someone says, there's no discussion. You're bad. You will you will pay. You are banned. You're off Twitter. You're fired. You're well, demoted. Mean, we just saw that with Kevin Hart. Um, like 10 years ago, he tweeted... Um, Half joking stuff, but he didn't want his boy to come home and say he's gay. Right, which and is basically he, what and, every and, dad and, and, and would all would say. It, yeah. It's my understanding too that I think he subsequently apologized for that at yeah. some point he in, the in the past. But they said you've got to do it again, and he's like, no, because and he, he just decided. We, we all to see step how down. this works. And when so you're, he can't do the Academy Awards. Well, if if you're a public figure and you anywhere in your past ever said anything, forget the fact that. Everyone might have agreed with it at the time, but then we suddenly shifted and changed it. Now it's bad. Yeah. If you ever said anything wrong at all in your past, not you must. You got to do the walk of shame. Yeah. You you got to self-flagellate publicly. You you got to come out and and read from the same script. It's all fake. The outrage is fake. The apology is fake. The whole charade is one big one big fake show. It's a, it's what they call an auto de fe. You know, during the uh, during the um, Inquisition. You, you know they punish the put them. You got to go out publicly and 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 be burned at the stake. Well, here, here's one thing that I see, and I know we we got to wrap up this podcast and move into the next one, and it'll be the same thing, obviously, because we're not going to be done with this. But I, I see this, and I see this all the time. Whenever whenever you're in Hollywood, whenever you're whenever you're watching TV shows, it seems like there's a there's a quota for everything now. You know, uh, right. there, there's a quota for what what the races have to be represented now well there's a quota for Oscar's so white for for the, the well, how many women end up being the the uh you know the the tough guys the protagonists right? yeah. the, the ones that that beat everybody and then definitely there's a quota for how many gays you have and everybody's well, and then it just becomes disingenuous and, and it's manufactured and that's what I was trying to say earlier like well forcing... let me finish let me finish let me okay. finish because this is important and I can't lose this thought and, and here, here's what I see is 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 a possibility at least one strand of the woke campaign. And I'm not saying this is this is coming from the conservative branch of the woke campaign. And I can't dif- differentiate like you're I, talking I don't about know that which there one is a there conservative is. Branch of the and and woke. No, you know nobody's nobody's done this. But uh, here's what here's what I see right now. If you were to say, Michael, you know, you don't seem real informed about. It, I'd say I know. Here's the best I got. It seems like. They're asking me to concede a lot with what Hollywood has conceded. And the church needs to, I mean, finally we've realized that they're, they're right. And, and uh, that is, I mean, whenever you do that, it makes me very uncomfortable. Because the concessions that they're making are much different 
than the, the justice and the equality right. and the what, what the Bible represents in the Ephesians 5, that there's no more Jew or Greek or a Jew or Gentile. There's no more slave or free. It's all one in Christ. And I'm all for right. that, but I'm not all for this idea that now this means not only do you recognize, now does this mean that not only do you bring justice, but that you accept people as they are, and that's part of the gospel. Part of the, the gospel to me is, is that we don't accept any of the things as they are. It's messed up. Right. And that we've got to bring about essential change. And there's going to be some problems expect it to with be people. Up. Yeah. Well, and then that's where we can pick up on the next one. Um, like those essential changes. And if it's offensive and if it's at any rate. Good. Good or bad. Good on you. All right. See well, you thank in a you sec. For, uh, thank you for joining us. And we'll uh, talk about this next week.
What are we doing? Merry Christmas. Malakalikimaha. <laughs> this is 